so this is Epson Radio. I'll just do the announcement. So I just started recording. Dita was telling me another story, and I thought we might as well start <laughs> recording now. So Epson Radio, it's a I parentheses heart New York week. Um, we're talking to Danes that live in New York. Uh, Dita is a good friend of mine who I've known for a long time. I feel like I met you when you first first got to New York. Was that yeah. is that correct? Yes. Right? And uh, we've been in contact. Uh, we keep we miss each other. You moved here. I moved there. We just talked about that one time we ran each ran into each other when I was living in Berlin and you were visiting a friend. Yeah. Um, so two ships passing in the night. But uh, the nice thing about having old friends is you just like the second you see each other again, it's just like, yeah, it just works. But um, so we started in the mid conversation. But anyway, um, so this week we're covering New York in general, but specifically like a couple of Danes that live here. Uh, and the question that I have, I guess, to start it off is, is there a lot of Danes in New York? We just spoke to Carolina, uh, who's uh, married to a uh, Brooklynite and moved here from Copenhagen. And you were talking about that, and you actually know her, and you met her at a Danish networking uh, feigning? Is it, yeah. is it considered feigning? Um, are there a lot of Danes in New York? I think there are. Yeah. I did a big deal out of not meeting Danes yeah. when I when I moved yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. No, um, I know that and I saw with there America, were not with Danes. Yeah. <laughs> I saw there were like brunch for Danes and all these different things and I was like, I'm good. I want to meet Americans yeah. who can tell me and show me how New York works. Yeah. And I actually didn't have a lot of Danish like acquaintances or friends who lived here that I knew from back home. Yeah. So I just and I also had an American partner, so yeah. I just kind of went along with his American. How did network. you originally come here? Because you came here for work the first. When I met you, you were working, right? And yeah, I was doing music label. Like, yeah, I yeah. was doing an internship in 2013. Was that an internship? Yeah, when I met you the first oh time. Oh my god, 2013. Yes. Dita Wiggin, old yeah. man. And uh, yeah, so that was an internship at a at a music radio promotion company and okay. a record label, Warp yeah. Records. Yeah. And then I thought I had lived in New York for six months. Now I finally did it more than the two weeks vacation. Yeah. I went and I met you and Maya, and you were the open, nice, friendly oh, thank you. couple that invited me to your birthday. Yeah. The week after, and Wait, I met. Can we tell that story? Because we met before that, right? And then I was like, I gotta hang out with Dita. I haven't hung out with her like. So I have a thing about like, oh, I want to like, you meet somebody, and then I'm the person that's like, I gotta hang out with them, so they're my friend now. Because the first time, like, maybe you're drunk, whatever. It's like a one-time thing. You say we should hang out, and then maybe you don't. Yeah. So then I kept trying to invite you out. <laughs> and I kept inviting you out on the day that was supposed to be like my surprise yeah. birthday party. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, my partner at the time, we had just started dating and she was throwing me a surprise uh, 30th birthday party. And uh, she told me, she didn't tell me that, but she told me like, oh, I think I made plans for us on this specific day. Don't make plans. And then I invited you yeah. <laughs> to do something. And you're like, no, nah, uh, I can't do maybe. it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then I show up. Uh, long story short, and you were at my 30th birthday party. Yeah. yeah, and that was only the second time I met yeah. you and Maya, yeah. and and that that just shows like that would have never happened in Denmark, yeah. as as like we will probably also discuss how like 
Danes are not just inviting people that they just met to yeah. like their 30th birthday surprise. Yeah. But that happens in New York and yeah. you feel so welcomed, especially when you are like visiting or, or s have just started to live here. And yeah. I, I met some of your other friends. They were so sweet yeah. and nice and your whole family was there. But then you started hanging out with, didn't you hang out with Jared a couple of times? Like I feel like you were no, hanging out. I met, I, I went out to brunch with one of your friends. I think it was Jared. N no, it was, it was a, a girl now i can't remember oh, her name uh, Satya? the her her husband has red hair and then and oh, they, they moved upstate now ah were they at my 30th birthday yeah. party i didn't realize that no i can't but she they yeah. were so nice okay yeah and and again it just like that that openness and friendship in new york uh, was was yeah very Okay. Very welcoming and yeah. made me feel very, uh, yeah. very good. Yeah. yeah but it I was, I think we met, it was uh, in December. So I yeah. also went back to Copenhagen in January. Yeah. I worked in Copenhagen for three years and I just, New York was just still not out of my you head. So yeah. I had to try to go back. Yeah. Then I booked a 10 day trip and set up all the coffee uh, dates I could while being here. Like a uh, professional yeah. or like, okay. Yeah. And uh, one of them was Anthony, who is now my husband. Oh, but at that so time so he was he yeah. was just a professional friend who worked in production and at MTV. And yeah. I was like, oh, did that you know could him be. from the first time? I also met him okay. here, but only one time. Yeah. So it was whoever was like friendly, responsive people, and like yeah. people I knew through people. So I had yeah. maybe like seven or eight yeah. kind of casually um yeah. coffee yeah. interview talks uh, and then one of them became then to a, a relationship with anthony uh, and another became an a job offer with link fire hmm. so, so, so which is a yeah. company that i work for now right. yeah and what are you doing for them i do product communication it's like a music marketing platform okay. um yeah, so I, I I moved here for the job, but then I had met Anthony before. Yeah. And, you know, it was like we met. It's like, what is this? I went back yeah. to Denmark. I got the job offer. I got the visa, kept talking to him, yeah. moved here. And then it just both of the things evolved. Yeah. And yeah. what was the transition? When did it become like romantic? Oh, it, it did become romantic when I visited, uh -huh. but. You yeah. know, just like a, a night out fling yeah. and then who knows if I'm ever going to move Come here. Back, yeah. And then we just stayed in touch on yeah. on, f on uh, yeah, FaceTimed and I was like, he's pretty nice, but I always downplay things, <laughs> you know. So I was like, let's see. Yeah. And I'm going to move there. It was supposed to be 18 months on a J1 visa. Yeah. And my parents were like, 18 months and then you're back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And now, and now been it's been three, four, four, years? four, four years. years. Yeah. And my uh. sisters are still saying, those 18 months, huh? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But then, um, but you guys are living in Brooklyn now. Yeah. Where, where the, what's your borough? I don't we have my air horn here. We are in I'll South Williamsburg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love my air horn, but, but I don't <laughs> have it on this vacation. Um, so then, so you're here now. Yeah. You've been here for the most part four years has it run its course is it permanent yeah that's a that's a good question yeah. i mean it definitely hasn't run its course okay. i will say that every time i 
uh, just think about moving permanently back home, I get this feeling of not being done yeah. with New York. Yeah. And and that's what I've always had since the first time I visited in 2004. There was just something that with this city, you can it never ends. You can explore from time and time again. Yeah. And th- like it it just it still keeps yeah, giving you stuff that you need. Yeah, always things popping up, always boroughs you haven't been yeah. to. Like, so I, I just have this, like, I'm, I'm not done. So I think, and Anthony has it the same way. He's from Arizona, but has lived in New York for 11 years. Yeah. But we both just really love the city. Right. On it's It can be terrible yeah. as well, yeah. but we have, like, this deep love for it. So, yeah, it's we're not done with it, but... I think it will always be some sort of base in yeah. our life. Yeah. But we also talk about living in Copenhagen and at least trying it out. And, yeah. you know, who knows? The way I look at it is, who knows? Like, life change. And if you start a family, you will have maybe different priorities. You will maybe financially yeah. be forced to live somewhere else. Yeah. Like, you, you can't know. I I do worry a lot about the future but i try to remind myself about right now i'm good i can yeah. pay my rent i love living in new york i miss my family and friends but yeah. and then so do you so did it do you then uh speculate that the moment or that if you guys uh have children then does copenhagen like immediately like become a spot on the radar it I mean, it doesn't immediately, but it definitely, it, it feels like this safe place where yeah. you can like, oh, we can always go there yeah. because education is free. Yeah. Like we have friends and family close and I know we can't just go there because it's also difficult with visa to get an American spouse yeah. into Denmark. Yeah. But it definitely seems like we have a, another kind of safety net there. Mm. But it, is most of your family in Copenhagen, actually? Yeah, and that's that's the nice thing about yeah. it. I'm born and raised in Copenhagen. My my <laughs> parents live in Copenhagen and V. Yeah. So when I also go back to but Copenhagen, you know that's where I live now, right? Is that? Yeah, Norvest. Oh, Norvest. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. the hood. I've. Uh, I think I'm gonna stay in Norvest. I yeah. like it. It is a good place. I really like it. The only thing I would move like three blocks closer to the train station. <laughs> okay. But not more than three. You can bike to the train station like No we I do. Okay. But I just think like if just like those days like when I want to pretend like I'm still in New York and I just want to walk out the house and walk somewhere, like I would just but it's not far at all. No, it wasn't to say that. It's just <laughs> that like you know, and I didn't bike in New York. Yeah. So I only bike in Copenhagen. Mm. So if I ever need the urge to just like walk somewhere those three blocks make a difference because then the cafe is literally at the foot of this oh okay you know but yeah we're in new york it's sunny it's springtime it's beautiful we're coming to the end of the that that shall not be named this 2020 year do you feel one of the things about being in new york correct me if i'm wrong is this um attachment that you survived something which is like this love-hate relationship that I also have with it. You know, you you paid a pound of flesh to the devil to live here for a year, and you've done it through corona. Do you feel a deeper attachment to New York? Yeah, in a way. I think in, like, 
maybe halfway through the pandemic, a lot of friends and acquaintances and friends of friends and stuff like that started to move out of the city, either upstate or to L.A. or a lot of different places. And yeah, places with air. Yeah, <laughs> there and space. Can be six and I don't apart. blame them, and I totally understand <laughs> it. But I also feel that that the the New Yorkers who stayed, yeah. or actually, I I won't call, I can't call myself a I New mean Yorker. It, well, that's yeah. also another question. But <laughs> yeah. go ahead, finish this. But statement. the the people who stayed did have kind of this like okay we we are in it for the we're in it for the long run yeah. and we we love this city and we go through it no matter what and yeah. we can we can deal with being in our tiny apartments yeah. even though everything is crumbling outside yeah. and stuff so i i wouldn't call it like a pride or something yeah. but there there definitely were amongst friends who stayed like a, hey we we do it we, we love it this city we're the tough ones yeah. which is like yeah yeah, but that was also like part of the marketing, right? We're in it together. Was that? Oh, was that Corona? Yeah, maybe. I can't actually remember. I don't know. <laughs> it's funny. Um, not funny. Funny is the wrong adjective, but it's interesting. Like being a New Yorker that's been outside of New York for 2020, and I feel like, for me personally, I tell personal stories on my radio too. 2020 was the first year since I've left America and left New York that I felt this deep kind of melancholic and also a bit of sadness and that I was not here during a lot of mm. things. Uh, so much happened this year. And viewing it from the outside, having people ask me a lot of questions about it as a New Yorker, but I've been out of New York so long. And then getting dropped in it again this week that I've been here and realizing that, oh shit, that what that really happened it wasn't just an instagram feed mm -hmm. it wasn't just like me scrolling stuff even though it gave me an emotional reaction the fact that like i'm walking through brooklyn and blm is in a lot of the windows and some of the stores are on were on fire you mm -hmm. can see it's boarded yeah. up you can um there's there's a uh, aura of kind of um caution about wearing the face mask i'm super confused in denmark i was i i just don't feel that but here i'm just like do i put it on when do i put it on people are kind of wearing it people aren't wearing it they're wearing it half like i mean you know it's been like this thing and it's like even when i turn on the news like the first thing i got here is like all about whether or not you should take a vaccine so the mm. commercial is saying to take the vaccine the news is saying like maybe you don't want to then there's like some story of i don't know uh johnson and johnson one doesn't work and there's like all this confusion how do you what did what do you do like how do you do you miss having like one source of information that what there was no question in that it was yeah. a long rant yeah no, I, I could totally relate to everything you said i yeah. think the first thing i thought about was kind of the solidarity that new york actually had yeah. that that you kind of said you were yeah. maybe missing out on because that that i i totally felt that yeah. Uh, the first time everybody were banging out of their windows, I, I teared up and okay. I actually had a, like, I don't know, like a drum rhythm session with some random person out oh there. Really? I was banging, <laughs> doon, 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 and then they banged, doon, 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 okay. and then we did it again. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. And Was that the pandemic stuff or the BLM stuff? That was the, the, the pandemic. Like the yeah. workers coming home yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. and, then, and then the BLM started and there were protests and it was also like, wow, we're here yeah. while this is happening. Yeah. Like even being out in some protests and then also just watching like, yeah. like yeah. 
the the TV that you would watch in Denmark yeah. with Brooklyn Bridge is like we are yeah. actually right here and we've yeah. just been out in yeah. this protest stuff. That was like there's definitely a different connection and a different reality to it. And I even uh, not to get too particular about, it, but I was just before I just came from Carolina to you, and uh, you also miss steps when you're getting the news feed in Denmark, right? It's just like the end, right? But the news in my house has been on all day. I hate watching the news, but it's been on all day. So it's been update every five minutes, but that's not really update. Just repeat stuff. Yeah. Long story short is I was in downtown Brooklyn like an hour ago, and I thought, this is so stupid. Like if this verdict comes in, and I, this is the worst place I need to be as oh, yeah. somebody that needs to make it back yeah. to Denmark next week. If this verdict comes in yeah. the opposite way. But it didn't. Thank goodness. But yeah. I was just, I, I, other than the obvious stuff or like without sharing too much politics, I was just like, oh shit, I should mm. not be in downtown Brooklyn right now. And I was just trying to get like a hat for my baby. Apparently nobody has like sun hats for babies. <laughs> <laughs> Only Amazon or something. Yeah, exactly. And then <laughs> I went in like Cookies, which is like this super cheap kind of mafia run uh, children's store and then their machine went down it was just like a new york moment and i was like oh i don't want to wait in line and then of course the the locals were getting like really upset like i've been standing here and blah 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 and then i was like oh my god this is i don't want to deal with this anymore so i just walked out but then i went to five more stores and couldn't find anything so i ended up walking back it was just a very new york experience that i just had and it takes me like a couple of days before i start having those again